anyone can change any aspect of their life at any time. All it takes is some critical thinking, some honest thinking, and some massive action. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Duel of the Day. I'm Nico. And I'm Tyler. And today we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs. Don't forget to stay tuned to the end of the podcast where we will call out our duel of the day where we tie in our podcast topic into a call to action for our listeners. Since we know your time is valuable, we're going to get right into it. Um, first thing we want to go over is last week's duel of the day. You know, We asked everyone to, to look at that priming video that we posted and give that a shot for their week and, and see, see how that affected their day. Uh, in terms of letting go of what you can't control, just trying to bring, bring more positive uh, beliefs and mindsets into your week. And we hope uh, it, it worked well for you. Yeah. I know for me, I uh, didn't do it every single day, to be honest, but I did it uh, two or three days in a row. And it was it was pretty noticeable for me, uh, especially waking up as early as I do. I, I wake up around 5, 5.30 in the morning and that that extra, I guess, boost of oxygen alone really helped kick my day off strong. And just thinking about all the positive things that you're supposed to in the in the priming sequence really made a positive impact to start the day. Uh, what did What did you feel, Tyler? I know that you you didn't feel as <laughs> as amazing as I did the first day, but uh, what was what was your thoughts when when you did that? Yeah, so I I really liked the. The, the video um, the what, what you were talking about there with the beginning with all the breathing and stuff it was very let's just say it basically mm-hmm. made me pass out <laughs> almost just doing that really heavy breathing yeah. um, but it was it was really interesting it was it was a good start um, however I felt like it was it was just a long time to breathe like that. Yeah, it's long. But I think the, the video at, at its at its core and just the exercise is a really good thing to, to start the day. Um, you know, having something to, to wake up that early for is is great and especially something that wakes you up because the worst thing to do is when you're trying to get up and get awake and and alert and that whatever you're doing like if you if you wake up and start reading if you're getting up really early it's it's no good Uh, just you'll just fall back asleep but i think the important thing is is you have time to do it anything that you want to do in your little morning routine and i look at it like this if Let's say, you know, I start work at 536 o'clock, so I want to wake up at four or so to do this. Right. Four thirty, maybe. Now if if my boss said, Hey, you know what, you gotta start working at four o'clock all all week this week, I'm gonna wake up and do it. But yet we find it's hard to do yeah. it for ourselves when it's something that's gonna benefit us. It's like, oh, we choose to hit snooze on our own goal but it's powerful it's powerful but it's also a little time consuming but at the same time it's time consuming if you do the entire process but at the same time i know that i mentioned to you that when i was doing it the first couple of times i tried to shorten it up you know because i I didn't want to sit there for 16 minutes and go through the entire thing but i wanted to take parts of that process that I knew would empower me most. And I think in doing that, it, it really helps. So, and, and I mean, if you don't have 10 minutes in the morning, you can't wake up 10 minutes earlier. You know, when, when he says it in the video, he says that if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life, at least 10 minutes for yourself. So I think waking up 10 minutes earlier to do this is totally doable. And it's, it's a great way to start your day with a couple wins for sure. Hopefully we we hear some good comments from our listeners that they got some some positive benefits out of it as well and we look forward to to reading and hearing your comments. In terms of this week's topic of limiting beliefs, I want to just talk about some general thoughts first and get into some deeper questions that kind of break this down even more. 
And the concept of limiting beliefs is that over our life, especially as children, we experience highly emotional events that create a belief in our in our mind. And over time, we continue to either verbally or subconsciously reinforce that belief based on what we say or what we do. And those beliefs eventually start to shape our actions later on in life as adults. If you hear someone say, I don't have time for this or I cannot do this, it's most likely because they have experienced something is life something in life that has established a belief that res- that basically says I cannot do this because of X because of this belief yeah they they really limiting beliefs are it's like mental jail but at the same time once you realize that you can change those beliefs based on what you think based on how you view those beliefs as an adult, they can really empower you going forward once you break that down. Yeah. I think the the big question that I actually heard in a video uh, for Tony Robbins that we'll be linking with this is, what would I have to believe to feel this way? Mm. Think about that for a second. Anytime the person's feeling angry, start to ask yourself, what would I have to believe to feel angry? If you feel empowered, think, what would I have to believe to feel empowered? And you'll most likely go back to a certain point in life where an event happened, it was super emotional, and you realize that that was kind of the starting point of your thought process and why you believed that going forward. So that's kind of the the concept there that we want to talk about and break down. And the first, the first thing that I want to recognize or make everyone realize is we're not perfect. Everyone has limiting beliefs and everyone's going to struggle at some point. Not everyone is going to wake up and become Roger Federer or the rock or whatever. There, there are mental barriers that are, that we have right now that are limiting us in actually getting closer to becoming like a Roger Federer or becoming like the rock. And so I think realizing what those are and trying to think about them differently is probably the first step that a lot of people should take to, I don't know, get, get to where they want to be in life. Yeah. Limiting beliefs hold us back. There's an example I have here of Markel Fultz. If you're not a basketball fan, he was the number one pick in the 2017 draft. And if you watch sports, you can kind of tell when players are really into it, when they have dominion over their talents. And when he got to the NBA, he was not himself. And it was most likely because there were probably some limiting beliefs that were holding him back. He had all the talent in the world. He was the first pick. But Mentally, he probably put too much pressure on himself or he listened to too many outsiders saying that he had to improve Mm -hmm. in in these areas when he had all the talent he needed. He just needed to go out and play. So I think that recognizing what those are is is pretty powerful. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if you've ever done that or you've ever looked at limiting beliefs in your life or... Had you heard of this concept before before I wrote it down or um, brought it up through life coaching or NLP? Not in the actual sense of kind of what you just laid out there. I, my thought of, of what I thought was limiting beliefs is that that rationale that we give ourselves as to why we're not achieving to our potential. Mm-hmm. Um, or to where we want to be, you know, something that we would say, use, use like weight and health as an example, I guess, you know, say you set a goal to, to eat healthier this year, lose X amount of pounds this year. And you basically kind of throw that out the window and you say to yourself like, Oh, I'll, I'll eat this donut or I'll go eat a bunch of pizza because you know, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna lose 
50 pounds anyway. So what's another slice of pizza going to do to yeah. me? And, you know, you already, you're bringing yourself down to where you're at as opposed to living to your dreams and goals, if that makes yep. sense. Yeah, it totally does. And I think in, in those moments, if people, I should say, when people find themselves in those moments, they need to realize to ask themselves that question. Then then they'll start to be able to really pinpoint what those beliefs are when they establish those beliefs and start to figure out how to change them. The, you have to You have to be open to doubt. You have to be open to say, you know what? I may be wrong here in this belief that I have. I may be totally wrong that I I can lose 50 pounds. It's totally doable. And you have to open to you have to be yeah. open to question why you have those beliefs, why they're there and what you can do to change it. And then you also have to be open to believing something new. Um you know, it just because it's it's new to you doesn't mean it's wrong. You know, we're we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna disagree with other people in life. We should be also of the mindset that we're going to disagree with ourselves or we should disagree with ourselves from time to time. So uh, ask yourself that question, you know, what would it take for me to feel this way? What what would I have to believe to feel this way? Um I mean once you do that, I think you'll really figure out what's what's holding you back. And the biggest thing, once you do figure it out, is to is to create a plan right then and there to change it. Because once once you figure it out why you've done something a certain way in life, you can then put yourself in a better position to do something different. Now, one of the questions that we wanted to ask is how does this impact us as individuals? And then in a bigger sense, how how does this impact society? Now, when I say this, I mean the idea of limiting beliefs, the idea that we can change our limiting beliefs. And I think for me, the answer to the, the individual portion is that anyone can change any aspect of their life at any time. All it takes is some critical thinking, some honest thinking and some massive action is really what what that requires. And then on a bigger scale for me in terms of how it impacts society, I think that if everyone was aware of limiting beliefs, aware of how to change them, our society would be super productive. We wouldn't have tons of people complaining about what they don't have. They would be out there changing their lives to get it instead of waiting it for uh, waiting for things to be handed to them and really it it w- in my mind it would make the world a better place now i think it could it could go poorly in certain situations you know if if the ruler of a communist nation realizes that he can change all of his limiting beliefs and do whatever he wants in life you know, he, I don't know, might be, might have the, uh, the power and, and, uh, materials around him, resources around him to do some very bad things. But overall, I yeah. think <laughs> it would be a, a big positive for society. What do you, what do you think about this one, Ty? Yeah, it would be just kind of going with the society there. It would be huge. You know, everyone realizing what, is holding them back and nine times out of 10 it's ourselves. And so I, I looked up the, the definition of self limiting and it refers to something either physical or mental that you create and that limits you. And understanding that we are our sole reason. Most of the time, obviously everybody has, different circumstances, you know, uh, they're dealt crappy cards in life, all that stuff. But I mean, everyone has the ability to change that. It's a lot harder for a lot of people than, than others. But 
I think individually, you know, you go person by person at a time and, and you, if people weren't limited by themselves, I think the total happiness in the world would be massively different. It would be, you know, like you said, no one would be really complaining about things because they would be achieving at the level they want to achieve. And just the wild part is, is, you know, once, once you identify that, which is probably relatively uncommon, I would think, I don't think that everybody understands that, that they limit themselves. I agree. Because most of it's subconsciously or they've just been programmed to think a certain way. Kind of bringing up the the couple of questions you asked earlier. You said, what would I have to believe to feel angry or something? I think you go back to the the first time that you learned what anger was. And I think that's just, as a kid, observing it. You Most likely. see a uh, situation or an event, and you see somebody respond to it, and they're like totally different. You're like, what's going on here? Why are they yelling? What's going on? And you see that enough. And then you put a word to it once you've learned the word and it's like, Oh, that's what anger is. And now once you know what it is, you can then feel it. Right. I don't know that that's an interesting one. I don't know. Can we feel emotions if we don't know what the word is? I definitely think personally, I think we can feel them. I think that it's just very difficult to define it. You know, there's, there's tons of things in life that I think we can experience with our feelings. Either we feel something or we hear something, but describing it is something totally different. That's a tough question, though. Yeah, it was, it, I just kind of thought of that. I remember reading something a, a long time ago. I actually, I think I sent it, sent something like this to you, but it was some you know, village people culture that's, you know, way out, way out yonder somewhere. And they don't, they have a bunch of different words for colors and, but they don't have, they don't have a word for the color blue. Now the crazy thing that people were thinking about is like, can they, can they see blue if they don't have a word for it? Like what is it's kind of a it's a brain explosion. Yeah. Did someone show them the color blue? I you know I I just I just kind of read something briefly. I didn't do. A I bunch remember of, remember you sent that to me, and that's that's a yeah. really especially when you think about civilizations that are extremely remote. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. wonder how they would describe certain things that you and I take for granted or that we see every day. Right. They can't describe it. They could say a color close to blue, but that's not, that's not it. They don't have a word for it. So like the weird question is if you're talking about it in a language, what are they referring to that color as something that's not blue? So are they seeing actually blue or are they seeing the color that they have the name for? Like maybe it's like a a turquoise thing and they're using that word because that's what they see. Mm -hmm. Who knows? It's a great question. Uh, yeah. And just kind of is a long <laughs> roundabout way of, of analogy there. That is, you know, if we don't know what that word self-limiting means, do we know that we're doing it to ourselves? And are we the ones that are truly creating this behavior or, or is somebody else responsible or is it a mixture of both? You know, is I don't know if where we came up with that idea, did we see somebody else that limited themselves and subconsciously we're doing it the same thing? Is it people that are telling us that we're you know, not good enough that we can't do this or we can't do that or past a certain age, you can't, do these activities because you're too old at that point is is that just things that we hear and then associate with or do we create it it definitely happens at every stage that you just referred to i think we can we can 
generate a belief at any point in life. I think that there just has to be enough emotion and I get, I'll call it circumstantial power to create it. Mm. If a man, let's say a man gets divorced to a woman and they had been married 40 years, he may leave that marriage thinking that there's no one else in the world for me. Mm, yeah. Or he may think that I can't love anyone else because I already gave all my love to this person. And so that's, right. that's, that would be something new. You know, if they, if they had been, even if it was a somewhat poor marriage, I, I imagine that some people may think that. And that if, mm. if they'd been in a marriage that long, it'd be very difficult to change how you see the world and what you think. So I imagine something like that, something massive like that would happen or could, could happen to change mm-hmm. the person's belief and different events would happen at different age to your, like you were saying earlier about as kids, if we see our parents being angry or see ourselves or our brothers being angry, we can then learn what that is, create a belief about it. And that's the event. Yeah. So I think it happens to all of us all the time and different events will happen at each life stage. But I think we're con we're constantly creating beliefs. We're constantly either reaffirming what we already believe or disagreeing with something new. And it's, I, I don't know, for me, it's never ending. I think we always do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of silly, though. I feel How so? like, well, maybe I misunderstood what you just said there, but the um, I was just thinking of why we do this to ourselves in the first place, which was probably not what you were saying. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's we we do do it to ourselves. I'm right, and I'm saying that's I'm saying that's silly. I think that's silly. I agree. But to your to your other point is that. We do that to ourselves because we don't know what we're doing, most likely. If if right. everyone was born and they understood what limiting beliefs were and how they were created mm-hmm. and how to change them, the, the beliefs that we create over our lives would look way different. Imagine, imagine listening to this podcast, learning about limiting beliefs – Maybe listening to some of the videos that we we post or reading a couple articles and taking that knowledge and going all the way back to when you were a kid, you know, five years old and reliving the next 10 years of your life with that knowledge. I imagine your world would be totally different. You would, the beliefs that you would create over that time frame would be, in my opinion, vastly different than what they, than what they are. Right. So we, we definitely do it to ourselves. Yeah. And I, I even think the the reprogramming of that is sometimes even harder just because the I feel like it, just speaking for myself, the <clears throat> obviously I know what limiting beliefs are and I know <laughs> that uh, that I have them and yet I haven't fixed all of them. Mm-hmm. But why is that? I can't be the only one. You know, why why do we like to self-sabotage ourselves sometimes? Is it just being I don't know, afraid of succeeding, afraid of what that could bring us, the change that would it would be? Like it's obviously comfortable to lose all the time. Right? Because you're not really going for anything. Is that, is that why we do that to ourselves? Because it's, it's easy and we can, we can control our own failure besides, instead of letting it blindside us, trying to go for something better. That's, that's definitely part of it in, in life coaching and NLP, what they talk about and what they teach is that in this situation, people make decisions, not only about the limiting or not only thinking about the limiting beliefs that they have, but also if they're going to get pain or pleasure. That's huge in how we do things. Yeah. And so when when someone 
let's go with your situation earlier about the person losing weight. If they want to lose 50 pounds, they already know that it's going to be a little painful throughout that process. But during that process, if they, if they see a food that they really want and that pleasure takes over, they're going to give in and eat that donut or eat that slice of pizza. Even though they may have started to change their limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't think it is, I don't think it's safe to say that we can just change our limiting beliefs and everything's going to be perfect. That's not, that's not how that works. We are, we stop ourselves because we want to feel comfortable. We want to feel certain about what we we're doing. We don't want to lose. We want to avoid pain. But we also have to realize that pain is how we grow. Anytime that we've learned something in life, it's most likely because we got something wrong or because we questioned our beliefs or realized that our beliefs were wrong. So we definitely uh, have a habit of of sabotaging ourselves, but I think I think that's why pain, pain and pleasure. Yeah, that's, that's a great point and it makes a lot of sense. I know probably the biggest way that, that I self-sabotage myself is with sleep. I think there's a lot of times where, you know, I have so many things going on, do a lot of stuff. And at the end of the day, I just want to sit down and relax, play some video games, chill, watch TV except at that point it's already 10, 10 30 yeah. or later at, at night. And I have to be up in six hours yeah. or, or less sometimes, or if, uh, you know, I am I'm bartending late at night and I get home at two, two thirty in the morning and stay up till five, <laughs> you know, I mean, granted it's on a weekend and, but still, we, we still do stuff on and try to be productive on the weekends. And you know, time and time again, just you wake up the next day and you're just not at your best. And, but I, I know the reason is because I stay up too late doing these other things because I don't know if it's, you feel like I've, I've earned the time to do what I want or do something that's pleasurable. But like you said, to your point, the immediate result is pleasurable, but the next day result is painful. Yeah. And do it time and time again. And at the same time, I think that that right there happens with everyone. And we also have to understand that we're, we're going to have times where we have to accept that we're going to do that and realize that it's okay. But we have to realize that that has to be the outlier. We can't, we can't say, oh, I'm going to make sure I get eight hours of sleep every night this week. And you only get one night of eight hours of sleep. It should be one night that you don't get eight hours of sleep. You know, it should be planned that way or at least thought out that way. Because again, nobody's perfect. And anytime we try and and change something in our lives drastically, there is going, we're going to have hiccups. Everything's not going to be perfect. So we have to, we have to let some pressure off of ourselves. We can't bog Mm -hmm. ourselves down with that. Um, but at the same time, as we're going through that process, we should also be able to see that, Hey, it would be really pleasurable to stay up, play this video game, watch this TV show, uh, whatever it may be. The painful thing might be not watching that stuff, but if you really sit and think about it, the pleasure of achieving your goal and the pleasure of feeling great the next day is going to far outweigh that momentary pain that you put yourself through. Yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But so I <clears throat> talked a little bit about all of the kind of what limiting beliefs are and, and what we can do to, well, I guess not really so much what we can do to change them, but I guess let's say I want to start changing uh, some of these beliefs, what's, and I'm going to leave this, this kind of more to you. Cause I, I want to learn a little bit about this myself with your 
NLP coursework. Sure. What is what is the actual process to be able to change uh, a a limiting beliefs? Pick I don't know, pick something easy like I don't know. I'll let you pick a, a good example that you want to kind of go through, but be interested to learn the uh, the actual process on how to to start. Sure, really change yeah. that. So the the first thing to do is identify it, and uh, the first thing that I would do is ask yourself that question I, we talked about earlier was, which is, what would I have to believe to feel this way? I think a common limiting belief that people say they have is, I don't have enough time. Newsflash, there are 24 hours in a day, and everyone on Earth has the exact same amount of time. So if you don't have enough time, but Jeff Bezos does, and he's has a hundred and whatever billion dollars. I think <laughs> I think you could find more time. And so in that in that sense, for not having enough time, the first thing to do is have the person sit there, ask themselves why like what would they have to believe to think they don't have enough time and start to make some connections. And so what what would be an example of that? Like what what would I have to believe? To believe that I don't have enough time, I I don't know that I can elaborate there because that's probably going to be different for every person. So I'm going to try and make some guesses here, and maybe okay. it's maybe it's because the person thinks that they have they have to give too much to their family. Maybe maybe they have kids. Maybe they're. Their kids are, you know, in sports and, and they really don't have enough time throughout the day, at least when they're caring for their children, that they can actually go out and pursue the things that they want to pursue. But one of the things that Tony Robbins mentions is if you give everything you have to your family or to the people that you love, you don't have anything else to give yourself. And so eventually you're basically pouring water from an empty freaking bucket, an empty glass. And so you have to you have to feed yourself in order to give to others. So I would for someone who says they don't have enough time, I would say, okay, how how can you like change it, your beliefs? How can you say, all right, what could you do to make more time in your day? Would it take maybe a little prep work the night before to get ready for your next day? Would it take getting up 30 minutes to an hour earlier? And if, if you seriously can't do that, I mean, ask yourself why, or at least look at your situation and see how can you change your situation so that you do have more time and start and start to doubt the reason why you think that way. Because we all, we all have enough time. We really do. Sure. There may be, there may be really long days where you don't get that much sleep and you have a ton of work to do, but you still have to be your best be your best for the people in your life. And so once you've kind of figured out why you believe that you don't have enough time, start to create new beliefs. And I think the easiest way to do that is to create create a plan. Let's you know keep on this example here. Let's say the person says they don't have enough time and said, "Okay, instead of my normal routine tonight, I'm going to prep my lunch for the next day, prep my clothes for the next day, make sure my kids' lunches are done, make sure the kids' clothes are out, make sure whatever else is taken care of for yourself and your children. And then the next morning, I'm going to get up an hour earlier so I can stretch, so I can meditate, so I can take a class, so I can uh, work out, whatever it may be. And that plan then becomes your new, hopefully, habit over time. And after you have an example of a day that you created enough time and that you were able to achieve the things that you previously thought you couldn't, you give yourself a new belief right there. And so all you have to do is repeat it the next day and the next day and just slowly build it up over time. So that's that's kind of the process, figuring out what it is start to realize why that's in place and start to doubt it and then make a plan and focus on your new beliefs and just slowly build those over time. 
Gotcha. So that's, I mean, that same pro. I mean, going to a different, totally different belief. I feel like a, a common one for a lot of people is they, they don't think that they're good enough. Mm. You know, they, they say I'm not good enough for, for whatever it is to make a sports team, to be with uh, a significant other they like, or somebody that they met that they want to have a, a better relationship with. They feel like they're not good enough for a promotion. Does that, does that same process you just, you just start with that question? What, what would I have to believe to feel this way? Like, why, why do I believe that I'm not good enough? Yep. I think that, and you that would, one right there is super common for people in relationships. Really? Yeah. Common. And yeah, you would start with that. Sure. I feel like that would kind of go back to the, some we talked about couple of recordings ago that that search engine thinking where if, if you feel if you say that i'm not good enough and you start to think about what would i have to believe to feel this way i feel like you would be recalling all of instances of, of failure years where you weren't good enough and it would be easy examples and if you get to that point how do you if if you're you're flooding yourself with all of these failures that support the fact that you're not good enough, how do you 180 from that to just you just start doubting those things? Is that the yeah? Because you have to realize that those situations are isolated and they they all happened for a reason and they all happened to teach you something. I would. If someone and that that's a great example because I bet that does happen quite a bit. If that does happen to someone, right. I would I would ask them to look at all of those negative situations and think about them from the most positive perspective possible and see what you can learn from those events because you've already most likely replayed them in your mind thousands of thou upon thousands of times, but you've done so to reinforce the belief that you currently have. And so the idea that you want to have is to look at those same situations. They don't have to be different. You don't have to change them, but take something positive away or look at them and see how can I look at, how can I believe something different here? Because if, if you aren't good enough for anyone else relationship wise, well then why did you have relationship failures in the past? If you got into relationships in the past, you can get into more in the future. So even though, you may have had a lot of people turn you down or a lot of relationships fail. You most likely learned something from every single one of those events and it's made you stronger and made you the person you are today. So I think it would be tough. And obviously this probably right. happens for a lot of people, but you just, you have to start looking at those beliefs and looking at what created those beliefs in a totally different way. Yeah, and you just got to go back to, you got to have a reason to change the beliefs, mm -hmm. you know, because it obviously takes work. You know, we're talking about, you know, multiple times again and again and again of doubting those beliefs and focusing on the new ones to make, to, to build up that, that new belief. You have to have that reason why you're doing it. That's probably the, one of the most important things behind this whole topic sure. in order to change some of that stuff think uh w one other thing i wanted to to touch on on here and it was kind of funny on the i think i was yeah i was on the way into work this morning i was listening listening to the radio and i was kind of thinking about the whole the whole topic we were talking about here tonight and one of the the songs that came on was a song called you say by lauren daigle mm -hmm. i think is that that's how you pronounce her name and like because and normally I don't actually listen to the music as I'm on the way into work. It's just, you're just kind of going. And the, uh, I just, it, the lyrics started catching my, my ear and I was like, what is going on here? And I'm just going to read the, uh, the first verse here. <clears throat> it says, I, I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up. Am I more than just the sum of every high and low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. 
wow. And I was like, well, wow. Like that's, <laughs> we need to, uh, yeah, we could use that. That's, that's a lot of the same kind of statements that we're saying that a lot of us say to ourselves. And those are limiting beliefs. And it's a, it's a praise and worship song. So, you know, these are my beliefs don't have to be yours. Uh, but I think using the avenue of, of a strong faith is a very easy way to overcome limiting beliefs like this. You know, I, I believe that the God created us in, in his image, which is relatively perfect according to the, the Bible and stuff and what, what we've been, what we've been taught. And to say that we're not enough, that we're not good enough, that we have all of these things that are holding us back is totally contradictory to that. And I think we just all need to know whether you have that same faith belief or not as, as me is that there's, there's something else to look for. Somebody else can help you. You know, it's not a, you're not by yourself trying to change these things because I think a lot of times it can be really serious you know, that, that these, these beliefs that we have over ourselves are so heavy and a lot of people feel like they can't change them or they, they don't know how to change them and they don't know that they even need to change them. They might associate it with just feeling depressed or feeling whatever the word is yeah. for that. And it's just, we just gotta, we just gotta be aware of it and then grab it, change it, do it, win it. Yeah. There's life is so much bigger than the problems we perceive in front of us. And if we, if we realize that there's things in our head and the way that we think and the beliefs that we have, those things hold us back and also they empower us. So we have to be able to recognize that, change it, and realize that there is there is something bigger. It's not the problems that we perceive in life are not the end-all, be-all. Love, connection, the relationships we have around us and our spiritual growth is way more important than whatever limiting belief that you have. And there's always a way to change it. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's a good kind of going off those those lyrics there. I think just because I think there's a lot of people that, and you know ourselves included, that have a lot of these things that we need to work out. I think having a a checklist, a series of statements to evaluate to to kind of get started on this. And I think for for this week we're gonna we're gonna rock it out. Um, for the duel today with this. So if anyone has a, a pen and paper, just kind of, you can pause the recording after each of these statements. I think we're going to read a, a series of them and just want everybody, we ourselves are also going to, to investigate our current beliefs on, on these statements and ask those, those two major questions, right? Well, I know the one was, um, why or what would I have to believe to believe this? And what the what was the doubt one? What would I have to um, doubt to doubt this? <laughs> no, I just just to doubt the beliefs that you have. I think that's the the other half of that. I, I believe if there was a question, I can't I think can't think of it off the top of my head. But the the first question that I would I would have everyone think about is what would I have to believe to feel this way? And then once you've yeah figured out what that is start to doubt that or start to look at it from a, a different perspective and say, what can I learn from that event that is positive or how can I look at mm -hmm. that event differently so that it teaches me something different? Right. Or if it's a positive belief to begin with, still ask the question, what would I have to believe to believe mm -hmm. that and continue to believe sure. it? You know, some of the, some of these other statements are actually positive. Um, so I think each of them should really just inspire all of us to, to continue to look inward at, at what we believe and most importantly, why that we believe it. And I think if we notice that we side with some of the more negative statements, because there are some positive ones in here, we should, we should ask ourselves, why are we, why are we siding this way? 
and at what point did did we first start thinking like that? So I don't know. You want to you want to roll through the statements sure. here? Yeah, that works. So the first one I want you to write down and think about is the world is a bad place. If that's something that you believe, why do you believe that? Ask yourself, what would it take for me to believe that? And if you don't believe that, do the same thing and write that down. And again, you can pause or do whatever you want with the recording here. The next one is people are good at the core. And obviously everyone is going to have different upbringings, different events in life that are either going to have them agree with this statement or not. But again, go back and think, why do I believe that? Why do I believe people are good? Why do I believe people are bad? And start to really look at it from a different perspective. The next one is, God is out to get me. You know, this this can be created if someone goes through a really tough stretch during their life. Maybe they're struggling financial. Yeah. Maybe they lose family members. Some A lot of things that may feel like are out of their control and the only person they can point to is God. And go back and, and question why that is. And look at it from, just look at it in a fresh light and see what see what those events tell you. The next one is, I know who I am. I think a lot of us are trying to be someone that we're not, and maybe we're not truly comfortable in our skin. And so maybe the that person would not know who they are. But then someone who is, is extremely comfortable in their skin, they're confident in who they are, and they do know. And again, all of their beliefs there were shaped by events in the past. Let's go back and look at those. Next one here is, I have been created for great things. Again, I like that. That one. is that. I love that one, and that that one. I think that Tyler and I would agree that we both do believe that we've been created for great things. But I think we were also the product of amazing parents, and there are people that may be listening to this or that are out in the world that were not. And they were probably told over and over that they, they're never going to amount to anything or that they cannot do anything in life. And they may not agree with that statement. And so, again, go back and, and see why. Question everything and start to doubt that. The next one here is, I do not measure up to others. Kind of links to the previous statement there, but again, that can be formed a little late, later on in life. Maybe you're... You know, at the tail end of your career and throughout your career, every single time that you try to get a promotion, someone younger than you got the job. And so maybe you've created a belief that you don't measure up to younger people in your field. But I I would ask you to question that because if you've most likely held a job for that long in your life and have been successful in a career for that long, you most likely do measure up. So, again, go back and, and ask yourself those questions. And the last one here is, I can't get anything right. This one I probably feel is very, very common. You know, again, if someone has a tough week where maybe they make a big mistake at work or they say something that they wish they wouldn't have to their significant other, if they have a lot of those type of events in a very short period of time, they can... They can definitely start to believe that, but there's most likely Absolutely. there's most likely a time in that same person's life where they did get everything right. Maybe they aced a, aced a test. Maybe they pitched a perfect game. Maybe it's something. There's another example in their life where they actually did well, and so each of those statements should really inspire you to look inward and just question why. And if we notice that, you know, you side with some of the more negative statements, ask yourselves why and try and figure out when you started to think like that. And again, ask yourself, what would it take for, or what would I have to believe to feel this way? Asking yourself that whenever you're looking back at these statements is going to be really powerful. So 
we'll we'll look forward to to hearing what all of all of you wrote down and and what you perceived yeah. uh, after you know taking a look back and seeing why you had those beliefs. Yeah, it's uh, it's no accident that there's seven statements there, one for each day uh, between now and the next uh, next recording here. So I think for for myself, I'll I'll post a an answer. Um, for myself, I'll type something up and, and post a, a picture to to social media and, and and Twitter there, so everyone can follow along with with, with my answers there, and and we'd love to see see what your guys' answers are, and just continue continue this journey together, right? So, I think really for that, that's it's gonna wrap wrap this one up, dude. I think uh, this was this was a this good was. one, definitely. Learned a lot on the process there. I like, I like it. Good. It's it, it, it definitely streams lot streamlines it and and is a, a simple call to action. It it's not like the thirty five step process to changing <laughs> your beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> as as a lot of things yeah. are. But but anyway, thanks again everybody for listening to Duel a Day here. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about choosing your path. I just thought of a Star Wars reference there. Light side, dark side. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've been playing too much Star Wars. Anyways, um, and we'll be giving you guys another duel of the day to, to empower your lives and, and be checking back with, with how we did on this one here. And Be sure to subscribe to the website, again, duelthedaycom and to the podcast channel so, so you don't miss anything that we've got going. So we'll see you next time here on Duel of the Day. And as always, begin the duel, win the day. Peace. Peace.